Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise God today for all that he's doing. And uh, we're excited to be able to meet together. One of the things that we've learned through this experience is that we value each other's relationship and friendships, but our presence. When the scripture talked about forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, we understand now just how important that is, don't we? And so we're excited that you're here. It's good to see you all in your vehicles. Wave at me. Are you there? I see you. I see you. Well, I'm excited to be here. Uh, you all pray for me that I don't get excited off this roof. So we're going to read from Exodus, the 24th chapter, starting with the 17th verse. I'm mindful that we have no restrooms available for you, so we're not going to hold you long today, okay? Somebody shout amen. Okay. All right, let's read together. It says, to the Israelites at the foot of the mountain, the glory of the Lord appeared at the summit like a consuming fire. Then Moses disappeared into the cloud as he climbed higher up the mountain. Everybody shouted, higher up. He remained on the mountain top 40 days and 40 nights. Let's pray together, can we? Father, we thank you for your word that it's life. And we just ask you to let your word speak to us today, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. My topic today is higher ground. Say it with me, would you? Higher ground. You know, I, I want you to catch what that scripture said because at the foot of the... Do you know that moving to higher ground changes your perspective? When the Israelites were looking from the foot of the mountain, they were at the foot of the mountain, what they saw was a consuming fire. But Moses went up the mountain and into the cloud, and Moses saw God. So the higher you go up, the clearer your perception becomes, the clearer your vision is. Your vision increases exponentially as you move to higher ground. You rise above the distractions, you find more clarity, You're greater, you have a greater capacity to see. From my perspective today, I can see things you can't. I can see everyone in this parking lot, but I can also see cars coming up that hill. I can see the neighbor's house over here. I can see the church across the street. I can see behind me. Because the higher you go, the clearer your vision, the greater your perspective. So when we go to higher ground with God, see, that's why God can see things we can't. Because there's nothing that blocks his vision. He's above us all. It's important for us to look for that higher ground. In Isaiah 55 and 9, he said, For the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God not only sees what we can't, he perceives what we don't. Moving to higher ground with God changes everything. Everybody say, it changes everything. David talked about walking through the valley of the shadow of death because he understood that there are times that we walk through valleys. 
But when he was in the valley, he would never let go of God. Some of us get in the valley, and when we get in the valley, we throw up our hands, and we begin to pace back and forth, and we get worried, and we let doubt and fear take over faith and confidence. But David understood something about higher ground with God, and he knew that valleys are only a momentary experience, and he would find his way to the mountaintop again. So David speaks to us in Psalm 62, or I'm sorry, 61 in verse 2, and he said, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. David is saying, I don't care who sees me, I don't care what they think about me. From the ends of the earth, I'm going to cry out to God. I'm going to reach for him because I know he's my hope and my help. And then he speaks to those around him. And he said, when my heart is overwhelmed, if you see me overwhelmed, if you see me falling into a pit, then I'm asking you to do something for me. He said, lead me to the rock that's higher than I am. Don't leave me in my dilemma. Don't leave me in my despair. But come and get me and get me to the rock that's higher than I am. Paul tells us in Corinthians that that rock is Christ. And I'm telling you, when we're anchored in Christ, there's nothing that can overcome us. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We've got to remember how important it is to let God be God. That's why David's men, or, or let, me, let me take you here. God is higher than our situation. Amen? He's bigger than our circumstance. And he's the only one that can get us out of the mess we get ourselves into. How many of you out there ever got yourself into a mess before? You know what I'm talking about? Didn't, didn't need anybody's help. You did it all by yourself. Just got yourself in a big mess all by yourself. We're good at that, aren't we? Aren't you glad to know that there's a God that doesn't leave you in the mess he finds you in, but he comes to rescue you? David writes to us in Psalms 40, in verses 1 through 3, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me. He heard my cry. He also brought me out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock. Established my steps. He's put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Now listen to what he says. Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. Do you know that when God comes and rescues us, that when God comes and gets us out of the pit we're in, when he comes down and it looks like we're going under for the last time, and he reaches out that hand and pulls us up out of that mess, that everybody around you looks and their mouth drops open and they thought, surely I thought that would do them in, that that would take them under. But when they see the power of a mighty God, they can't help but praise him. They can't help but trust trust him. It's time for us to put our trust in God. In this dilemma that we find ourselves in, we've been facing things we've never faced in our life. Look, a lot of times we, we, we say things like, oh, you know, well, that, that, you know that, that's a horrible time. But do you understand that we are the first generation to experience what we're experiencing right now? And I thought about when Winston Churchill was speaking to England and they were in the middle of a war with Germany. And they, he talked about the evil and the darkness that had settled on. And I'm telling you, this virus didn't come from God. This virus is out of the pit of hell and it's time for it to go back where it came from. 
but God, while God didn't create it, God is able to use it. And so there are people that are hearing the gospel, that are turning to God, that are looking for hope. And our hope is in Christ. He's the only one that can pull us out of the pit that we're in. And when we allow him to do that, it changes everything. Somebody say, I'm ready for a change. That's why David's men were willing to follow David anywhere he went because they knew that David was always looking for higher ground with God. David wasn't looking, trying to expand his kingdom or to see how many riches he could amass or, or how many wives he could have. He wanted higher ground with God. And so when his men fight the Philistines and, and, and Samuel, when they go to battle against the Philistines and they win that fight, how many of you know that there are many fights in our lives? That we don't just have one battle, but there are many battles. Aren't you glad to know that we've already won the war? That the war has been won in Christ Jesus. And so David has fought the Philistines. They defeated them. But in the process of time, that enemy came back. Have any of you ever had the same old enemy show up? <laughs> Anybody ever have the same situation, the same circumstance? You think you're done with it and it's over? And then it just comes back to haunt you again, shows back up at your doorstep. And if you're not careful, you get nervous and, 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 and you do a knee-jerk response to it. David didn't have confidence in his flesh. Because when the Philistines showed back up, he didn't look at his men and say, we whipped them once, we'll whip them again. No, what David did is he went to that rock that was higher than he was. David took it to God. And when he took it to God, God showed him higher ground. God gave David instructions. He said, don't meet them head on. I want you to circle around and come at them from the mulberry trees. And when you hear the marching of footsteps in the tops of those trees, everybody say higher ground. <laughs> When you hear my army marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, act quickly and go after them because I will give you the battle. Do you hear what I'm saying today? It's God is giving us higher ground. Our worship is reaching where it's never reached before. Our preaching's going where it's never gone before. You say, well, is it because you're on that roof? No, I'm talking about do you understand there there are there are literally thousands of people that are hearing the gospel that have never heard it before and it's because we're looking for higher ground we're not allowing the situation we're in to rob us we're looking for a higher place in Christ and just because I can't go to the left doesn't mean I can't take care of the battle I just have to let God give me the direction and so David is instructed to listen for the marching of troops in the tops of the mulberry trees. How many of you have ever felt like you're in an asphalt jungle? You know what I'm talking about? You know, sometimes life just gets a hold of you and, and circumstances and situations begin to overwhelm you and you find yourself in a place where you feel like, oh, I just need to escape this. Can I tell you that you cannot get a clear perspective of the jungle if you're on the jungle floor? Just ask Tarzan. The way Tarzan navigated the jungle 
was in the tops of the trees. <laughs> he would swing through the tops of the trees. It's the way that God gave David the battle of the Philistines. He said, listen for the marching in the tops of the trees. You know, when Tarzan swung through the jungle, he, he gave a yell and there was a sound that accompanied him. I'm telling you that there's a sound that accompanies God. He told Elijah to listen for the sound of the abundance of rain. He told David, listen for the marching in the tops of the trees. Recently, my granddaughter Vivian, you know, she, she's been learning all of her animals. And so, she, you know, there's an app on the phone and it says, will a cow go? And she goes, moo. Well, how does a pig go? And she oink, oink, oink. How does the duck go? And she quack, quack. And so I wanted to give her a new one. And I said, Vivian, how does Tarzan go? And she looked at me quizzically. And so I hollered like Tarzan. And when I did, she got a great big smile on her face. And she said, Papa, do tar, do tar. It was her way of saying Tarzan. She's saying, Papa, do Tarzan. And I said, you do it, Vivian. You do it first. And Vivian, as a matter of fact, her parents let her watch a Tarzan movie. And after that was over, I, I said, Vivian, do Tarzan. And Vivian went, <laughs> And she said, Papa, you do Tar." So I said, okay, Vivian, how many of you know you do anything for your grandchildren? And so, so when she said, Papa, do Tar," I went, Oh! Her face got a great big smile on it. She looked and she she went in and then she goes, Nana, Nana, do tar, do tar, Nana. <laughs> That's. I'm going to tell you. I don't know if you heard that, but that was annoying. That's the best Tarzan she's done since we've been doing this. And so then, and, and when, when Debbie would do tar, Vivian would throw her hands over her face and she would laugh. And, and when I'd do tar, she'd, she'd go, oh, and she, she'd clap her hands. Do you understand that there's something about coming up to higher ground that excites you? There's something about making up your mind that you're not going to let the devil keep you down, but you're going to answer God's call. You've got your mind made up that my foot's on the rock. My mind's made up and I'm not backing down. I'm not backing up but we're going forward somebody say it with me we're going forward it's time for us to do to, to let God do in our life what he wants to do listen to what David tells us in Psalms 18 and 33 he makes me or I'm sorry he makes my feet everybody say that with me he makes my feet he makes my feet like hinds feet able to stand firmly and tread safely on paths of testing and trouble. Your circumstances were never meant to get you down. They were meant to cause you to go to higher ground. The situation you're in can't defeat you. It's just going to promote you. When you let your test become your testimony, your trouble become your pathway to victory. It brings you to higher ground with him. And then David said, he sets me securely upon my high place. David understood that God can cause you to run where you didn't think you could walk. I'm wondering how many of you are ready to run today. How many of you are ready to say, God, here I am. 
I'm not going to let my circumstance conquer me. I'm not going to let my situation pull me under, but I choose to go to higher ground. Amen. So, so this is what I want to challenge you to. I know some of you are in your car. Just reach out the window if you have to, or, or reach up and touch the top of your car. And everybody right where you're at, right where you're at, this is what I want you to do. I want you, you know, a lot of times things, we do things in the natural world to signify our faith and us stepping out. So this is what I want you to do. On the count of three, we're all going to give a Tarzan yell. Are you ready? Are you going, oh, come on, pastor. Come on. Well, it doesn't seem to bother folks to gripe and complain when something goes wrong. It doesn't seem to, we, we don't have to be primed or pumped to, if our ball team loses, to blame the ref, right? We don't, we don't, can I get an amen, cat? <laughs> we, we don't seem to mind to, you know, to, when, when things begin to go wrong, we're quick to complain. But if you complain, you remain on the jungle floor. What I'm challenging you today is to give a shout of praise to God. Are you ready? On the count of three. Let's see how many Tarzans we got in this place today. I'm not going to walk through the jungle floor. I'm going through the tops of the trees. I'm listening for God's army marching in the tops of those mulberry bushes or mulberry trees. Are you ready for it? On three. One, two. I need to swallow. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh! oh, praise God. I'm just waiting for a stampede of elephants to come through here. Because, the, okay, let me preach this message. Okay, okay. So here it is. Are you ready? Here it is. When Tarzan gave his yell, it was a signal to all the animals to gather together. Be, and, and Tarzan knew when he gave his yell that help was on the way. Elephants would come when they heard that call. Lions would come when they heard the call. Gorillas would come when they heard the call. And I'm telling you that there's a sound of an abundance of rain. Not right now. <laughs> there's a sound that God is calling the church to higher ground. And we may have had to hit the jungle floor to look up, but friend, we're not looking down anymore. Our hands and our faces are toward heaven, and we're believing God for a harvest of souls like we've never seen in our lifetime. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? I want, I want you to, I want you to pray with me right now. It's the praise team takes their position. I want you just to pray with me right now. Would you do it? Just stretch your hands to heaven. Father, we come to you today thanking you for all that you've done. Lord, there have been some rough roads, but you've been faithful to help us navigate them. You've never leave us or forsake us, but you go with us all the way. So Father, today we've given a cry out. It may have seemed like Tarzan yelling to some, but it was a hungry heart and a desperate soul crying out, take me to the rock that's higher than I am. Lead me to that place in you where those that are around, when they see you pulling me out of that clay, it causes you, it causes them to trust in you. We come to you today, God, thanking you for the encouragement that you've given us. 
Thanking for the blessings that you've poured out on us. Thanking you, God, for all that you're doing for us even now. And we choose not to complain, but to praise you. We choose to lift you up at the midnight hour because we know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Thank you, Father, that you've heard our cry. God, that you're lifting this off of our nation, off of our community, off of our spirits, Father, that you're making an inroad into this world like we've never seen before. So we say thank you and we praise you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. Give him a hug. Right. Right before, right before they start, right before they start singing, I want you to make up your mind that this week you're going to call, you're going to reach out to someone and be an encourager to them. You're going to give them your Tarzan yell. You may have to call somebody up on the phone and just holler like Tarzan and then explain why. But you let them know that God's for them. And if God is for them, my friend, who can be against them? That God is going to supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. He's faithful to do it. And we praise him for it, don't we? Come on, let's give him another hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. As, 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 as they lead us in worship, we love you guys. We look forward to seeing you here next week. I'm telling you that the best is yet to come for the church. The best is yet before us. We, pray, we, we praise God for your faithfulness. Remember, they're going to be taking offerings as you exit the parking lot today. Until next week, God bless you. We love you. Go ahead.